This is the All The Way with Shelly Wade podcast. Thanks to my announcer, T-Storm, and thanks to my friend DJ Happy for my podcast theme music. Follow him on Instagram at DJ Happy. That's D-J-H-A-P-P-E-E. DJ Happy. Welcome to episode 21 of my All The Way with Shelly Wade podcast. I uh, am talking about dating. I told you I'd given you an update on um, what's happened with me since I joined the dating website. So I will do that on this episode. And I invite one of my close friends, my close radio friends, Kwame, to discuss his views on dating as a single man. You know, I I, um, give you my point of view all the time, so it'll be refreshing to have a man's point of view. So our conversation is on the way on this episode as well. Don't forget to connect with me. My website is ShellyWade.com. I'll be refurbishing that website this year, and I would love for you to bookmark it right now so that when it's brand new again, you will get all of the fresh updates and uh, be able to follow along with everything I have going on. That will be Shelly Central. <laughs> so again, it's ShellyWay.com, S-H-E-L-L-E-Y-W-A-D-E.com. You can follow me on Instagram at the one and only Shelly Wade. I'm on Twitter at Shelly Wade. Again, Shelly spelled with an E-Y. I'm on Facebook on my All The Rage with Shelly Wade page. My YouTube channel is also called All the Rage with Shelly Wade. So yeah, like, follow me on all of those. Hit the notifications um, so that you don't miss anything that I'm posting. Because as I said last week, that I think this is going to be an absolutely tremendous, amazing year for me. And I want you to uh, be a part of it and to follow along with everything that's going on with me. So one of my big goals for the life of this podcast and if you haven't heard all of the episodes on on the podcast please do when you get a chance catch up on all of the other 20 episodes so one of my big goals for the life of this podcast is to let my guard down long enough to find love and I tell you it's been a challenge for me for a number of reasons um I've I've discussed dating on the podcast a number of times since its debut last spring. And it was only recently that I finally joined a dating site. You know, I have to assume that because when you operate out of fear, it can really hold you back. So because I've been fearful of letting someone in, trusting someone with my heart, and even giving up that part of my freedom, it really took me a while to come around to the idea of getting back out there. It's an odd duality, you know, wanting to be in a relationship but still feeling afraid to commit to fully opening myself up to it. But... um I finally got into a place where (laughs) I'm not dragging my feet anymore and I'm not stressed about the um, idea of getting back out there anymore. It was really nerve wracking and scary for me, the idea of getting back out there because I haven't been out there on the market for so long. It was scary. Now it's no longer scary that I, you know, I dipped my foot in the water and now I'm fully in. Um, They're saying that right now is peak dating season. As a matter of fact, this past Sunday was supposed to be the one of the biggest dating days of the year. Um, 
one of my Facebook friends posted a meme that said, dating is just wondering how someone is single and then finding out why. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, you might be like, wow, that person's a good catch. I don't know why they're single. Then you go out on a few dates with them, get to know them a little better, then you figure out why they're single. <laughs> or... The case could be, um, you know, just someone is really amazing and then you get to know them and guess what? They're actually amazing. That's the case with me. <laughs> anyway, that, you know, I'm biased because I'm me, but maybe someone else would think differently. Anyway, um, so I have joined a dating site. My feelings so far, I, there's something about, um, looking to meet someone for dating purposes on, you know, an app and on the internet. It just seems a little, there's something intimate missing there. So I don't feel, you know, so excited every time I go on the dating site, but I'm also not negative about it, but it just doesn't feel intimate enough for me. You know, um, I have met uh, a few guys that I'm in conversation with, that I've had um, video dates with, you know, uh, because now most dating sites, I believe, I'm not on most dating sites, but I hear that most dating sites offer the um, ability to um, to meet someone uh, virtually on video on the app before you give them your number, before you go out with them, meet them for coffee or meet them um you know, for a date. <clears throat> and I like that option because, you know, you could be, you know, having a conversation with someone forever, you know, you know, messaging on the app or even texting and, and you really don't get the kind of feel you get for that person until you actually are able to see that person. You know, heck, you know, you just want to make sure this is actually the person that's in the pictures, right? Before you, you know, venture out to meet them in person. So I think that's a good way to, to start off. So um, I I haven't gone out on a physical date just yet, but I am getting to know a few different guys and, and they're all different in their own different way. Um, um, you know, so we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes and I will keep you posted along the way. So um, I wanted my friend Kwame to call in to the podcast to, to discuss dating because he and I over the years have discussed dating so much. He's always out there on the dating scene. And, you know, I thought it would be nice to have a, a male perspective on dating on the podcast. So Kwame is calling in right now. Hang on. Let me answer the line. Uh, would this be Quam Dizzle? Is this show Wizzle? <laughs> it is. How are ya? I'm good. Are you actually like in studio? Studio? I am. I'm. I'm in. I'm in the studio right now. <laughs> Where'd you think I was? <laughs> well, okay. All right. Where are All you? Right. I'm sitting in my office right now. Your orifice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a literal hole in the wall, but it's all right. <laughs> well, I appreciate you taking the time to be on the podcast. You know, Qualms, you have been, um, over the years, I would say um, I've lived kind of vicariously through you um, where dating is concerned because, you know, I always say to you, <laughs> I always say to you, you are never without a woman. <laughs> oh, my God. But, you know, I... I um, you know, you told me recently that, you know, you decided to get off the dating sites or did you just decide to stop dating, period? What, what are your, what's your stance on that? Well, I, I think that 
in the world that we live in now where we can just open our phone and we can have food delivered to our door, groceries, anything we want. We can watch anything we want, anytime we want. It kind of devalues the experience now. And I mean, when I was, you know, I'm not going to get into my age now. I will just say that, uh, you know, I'm still a handsome looking young fellow. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to age myself, but Mm -hmm. for me, it's, it's, I'm I'm looking for something more than the just add water approach. I've met a lot of good people over the years on mm-hmm. the apps, mm-hmm. you know, and now it's it's and 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 they've had a lot of good quality, and I've learned so much. There's so much in my head that I wouldn't even know if I hadn't just gone out and just gotten out there and met all of these people. Mm-hmm. But you know, it, it to me it just came down to a point of, of quality, and that's what I. That's where I'm at. I've decided to just get off and cleanse. And you know, it's so interesting, Quams, as you've gotten off the the apps, I've gotten on just one app so far. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it, Hey, listen, it was a struggle getting me on one. So I don't know if two is coming, but we'll see. But you know, my experience so far, I've only been on the app for like about a, just under two weeks now. I'm just not feeling it. It's there's something about you know how you say it's like um, you know it it lessens the value. I don't want to say that because I I, I just don't have the um, the experience on them. You know I've been on apps before in the past, but not for not very long. I give up on them very easily because for some reason the feeling of it is just awkward for me. Right, the the first day I um, signed on, literally a hundred guys liked me. On on there, right? And I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like, and it was in a very quick. It wasn't even like an all day process. It was like within like two, three hours, you know, that number. And and it felt like to me, like you said, where's the quality in that? They don't know much about me, you know. What are these guys on here for? You know what I'm saying? It's just like they're. Just, it's almost like they're throwing something against the wall and see what sticks, right? That's what it felt like to me. Um, <laughs> it just really, it, it did. It, it, what it is is, you know, everybody that's on these apps is like a community, and everybody's met everyone. So when someone new shows up, it's like, hey, hey, <laughs> oh, is that here. what it is? Is yeah. that what? It is? <laughs> like being on an app is like living in a neighborhood and seeing everybody. Like you know who so and so is walking their dog at this time. It's just like that. <laughs> it's like a virtual neighborhood. You know everybody on it. Yeah, and you know everybody's hang-ups and then you show up looking all new all shiny and new and they're like well well, this might be my ticket out So, you know, I just love that you were you were uh, having this conversation with me, Kwame, because um, I don't know. I just love getting the guy's perspective, you know, because we think so differently. I mean, really, you know, that 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 cliche men are from Mars, women are from Venus. It is so true, though. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we all think so differently. Um, so I love getting your, um, you know, your viewpoint of, of it all. And, you know. I I look at some of these guys' profiles and they literally hardly have anything on there. And, you know, they expect me to be like, hey, yeah, let's get together. Why? What do I know about you? You know? Mm-hmm. So or, or the famous, hey, if you want to know, just ask. <laughs> no, 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 I'm and, not gonna ask. <laughs> or or here's here's the here's the favorite one that I've heard people complain about. The guy holding the fish. 
And I have seen these photos. It's not a stereotype. I have seen photos that girls have shown me of the apps. And I, I, I don't know what's up. I don't fish. I don't see it. But apparently it's working because everyone's doing it. <laughs> it's like, yeah. So I better hold up a fish so I can get a date. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a provider. Um, so I think with a lot of guys, to answer your question, it feels to me like they maybe they don't know what their best assets and strengths are to put forward to find a potential match. Mm -hmm. And even if they're looking to hook up, or whatever, I think most people in the back of their minds, and this is something I had to be honest with myself about, even over the years of all of the, you know, of the, the dating and the relationships that I have tried, I had to be honest with myself in the fact that I'm looking to, I want to feel something. I'm looking for that person that makes me feel things and having all of this available, um, made it easier for me to cycle through that. But the problem with that is I think a lot of people don't know their own strengths and what makes them a good partner. So they don't have anything to write down mm -hmm. because they haven't spent the time to get to know themselves in that process because they always tell you in any type of thing you're doing, whether it's career or dating, you've got to play to your strengths. And if you don't know what your strengths are, what, what do you have? Yeah. So, yeah. And so – you just kind of answered my question because, you know, you're I, I feel like, you know, maybe I'm biased because <laughs> you're like my little brother, but I feel like you're a quality person, right? You're a quality person. You um, are very witty. You're funny. Um, you're um, you're handsome. Um, you have a lot going for you. You, you have a great career, uh, great communicator. Why do you have to be on an app? But you just answered it when you said um, having so many people to choose from right right so it's yeah. kind of like a numbers game is is that why you you feel like you're on the app and and were you ever on there to hook up or did you always want to meet quality women oh i i was looking for i mean you know we all have different facets of our personality and uh so i was looking for all over the above okay. and depend yeah, and depending on how the dating experience would go would depend on what quality I would put them in. Some people, uh, they're, they're, like what category I mean to meet them in. Like there was um, – I'll give you an example. There was one woman that I used to go on dates with, and we were good friends. I loved conversations with her, but there was just something – there was something about – you're going to have to edit this part out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, she would be eating. We would go out and, and we didn't click on the other levels. I just listened. I just loved watching her eat. So I'm like, you know what? Let's just was, keep doing wait, this. wait, yeah. was that like a turn on for you watching her eat? <laughs> We're not going to get into fetishes, qualms. We're not going to get into <laughs> No, it wasn't true, but she just made love to the food. It mm. was just like, it was like one of those TV shows. A TV show couldn't write this even better. And I'm wow. like, you know what? Once a month, we're going to go to a nice restaurant. <laughs> so you could watch her eat. <laughs> I'm just going to watch this because this is, this is all just entertaining. Oh, and my God. Yes. So, I mean. <laughs> That's hilarious. So. I mean, but anyhow, anyhow. So, yeah, I ultimately, 
Um, I've also realized in this market, too, that you're never going to find 100% of what you want inside one person. Asking one person to meet 100% of your needs mm-hmm. is unreasonable. So mm-hmm. you either have to do A, which is take 80% of what you want in one person and forget the other 20, or B, you can stay in the game as long as you can, and then you can farm all of those percentages out to multiple people. And, you know, and I know how this sounds, and I know what people listening are going to say, but whether they want to admit it to themselves or not, they have all done it in some way. Well, it's honest. I tell you that. It's honest. It really is. Mm-hmm. And and to your point, sorry to interrupt you, but, you know, I mean, especially as I get older, I do realize that you really do have to depend on yourself for your own um, happiness and satisfaction. And if you meet someone who brings you that kind of joy and satisfaction, yay, but you're never going to find it from one person, right? Right. Exactly. But as, and... you, as you were. No, it's, it's, you know, and then... Um... I I was uh, I had met somebody and um, we were I'd met someone off of an app and we were in a relationship and it got really serious and we actually you know it came down my job was going to move me and she said I want to move with you and and we moved together. Oh, I remember and, her. I remember her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, at the end of the day, because we had to make a decision quickly and everything, like. Uh, it didn't work out in every now and then, like, you know, still kind that still kind of stings a bit, but I never would have learned from that. And I never would have even met her had it not been for having a nap at my uh, availability. Cause otherwise we were in a city full of 2 million people. Mm-hmm. How were we going to meet? You know? Yeah. That's one of the things I like, you know, one of uh, the things that brings me a lot of joy is meeting someone I otherwise wouldn't have met. You know, I always say, mm-hmm. I was saying this on social media the other week, I love to post up at a bar and just, you know, eat and talk to people, eat and drink, of course, and talk to people because at that bar you meet people you would have never met otherwise, you know? And and right. to your point, the same with dating apps. Um, you're going to meet quite a few people that you probably never would have met, you know? Um, so that is a great aspect of it, but hopefully those people are, <laughs> are sane and, <laughs> and such. Oh, it's just like greater numbers. Like the more people are in a place, the more likely you're going to run into a person with this hang up or that hang up or is crazy. You know, I'm I, I mean, I have I have even clicked on profiles where it says I need a man that knows how to have a conversation. And I th- I consider myself a decent conversationalist. And then I go to talk to them and they've got nothing to say. And I'm like, well, you need someone to do all of the conversation. <laughs> it's almost like i can't have a conversation i can't have a decent one so i want to hear you have one (laughs) exactly so then you have to fill in the blanks with yourself you know hello insert person here how are you i'm fine kwame how are you how was your day work and you just gotta have the conversation with yourself so so Quams, okay, so you're off the dating apps. You know, one of the things that um that disappoints me mostly these days as a single person and you know it's it's been I I am getting back into the dating scene begrudgingly. It's like I want to be in a relationship, but it's scary for me, right? Mm-hmm. Um 
And so as I get out into the scene, I'm really disappointed that men don't seem to approach you the way they used to. It's like people are always telling me I'm cute or I'm pretty or they like my shape and all this stuff. But where are the guys? Why are they not approaching? My, I'm always with my sister. And my sister's always like, this guy is looking at you or that guy was looking at your behind. I'm like, but yeah, he didn't say anything to me. You know, like, am I supposed to run after him? Excuse me, sir, you were looking at my behind. <laughs> would, you like to, would you like my number? Am I supposed to do that? No. I would like for men, grown-ass men, to approach me like a grown-ass man should have confidence to do. Do you approach women now that you're off the dating sites? Uh, I do approach. um, And uh, and most of the time, I I have come to realize that, you know, when it comes down to me finally getting, uh, when I finally meet, a, you know, when I finally meet the one, it's probably going to be someone that's probably in my ether already. Um, but I have no problem approaching. However, that being said, you said that you were with your sister. A lot of guys will not approach a woman when she's with another woman or in a group of other women because it's always open season for judgment where one person <laughs> could see that it is, oh, he's really confident. Another person could see that it is, how dare he, you know, and, <laughs> and, and it's so true. And these are the things that I hear a lot of guys talking about. And, and the next thing is a lot of times when a man sees a woman that he finds attractive, you know, um, we are, we are more likely not to approach now because what if she's not in the mood to talk to us? What if it's just like, we get absolutely blown off or what if we say the wrong thing and it, blows up into this whole okay so the fear of rejection still that remains a thing that remains a thing rejection and labeling of you know like oh how you know why does he think he can just talk to me like these are the things that you know we talk about so fear of rejection yes but also fear of being labeled or you know like oh who does he think he is you know like i have a friend that on um her job she works with another organization the guy was trying to you know he wanted to talk to her and everything he's like hey i would love to take you out for drinks Mm -hmm. and i said okay so this is a start what happens he's like i don't know i just you know i i just i just don't feel like and i'm like well i mean you alone and you talk about i'm so lonely why don't you let this man take you out i don't know i just feel like you know why does he have to approach me like that i'm like did he say something (laughs) yes yes these are the things that are happening So, I mean, I guess that's probably the reason why a lot of these guys are on the Tinder buffet, because (laughs) you you know why you're there. Yeah, yeah. But you, um, I think that, you know, they're probably, they could just be intimidated, you know? I mean... You know, I mean, you're you're at the top of your game in your 30s, looking all lovely. They they're probably just saying, "Oh, what can I offer her?" Because again, going back to the original point, he doesn't know his tricks. Shut up, talking about 30s. <laughs> but you know, it's so funny. I was um I um had to get my car towed to the shop the other day to get something fixed, and um. I rode to the shop with the tow truck driver and we like, we hit it off real fast. We became fast friends. Right. And we were just talking and, and he asked me how old I was. He was like, you are kidding. He was like, you look like you're like, like, early 30s and I was like oh people always say that to me he's like black don't crack black don't crack <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know he wasn't black I, I don't 
I didn't ask him his ethnicity. He was definitely Latino, though. But, um, but you know, like, I was like, you know, I mean, you know, good genes. You know, my both my parents aged well. And, and, and young guys are always talking to me all the time, Kwame. And I'm like, son. Because <laughs> I feel like they think I'm closer to their age, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I um I am not re-entering this dating thing. You know, I'm feeling more positive about it than I have for a long time, right? Um, right. You know, it's taken me since I started the podcast because that's one of the big goals I've had for the life of this podcast was to let down my guard um, long enough to find love, right? Um mm-hmm. And so it's taken me over this past year to really get used to I was dragging my feet, but I finally am getting into it. You know, I've had a couple of dinners with a couple of guys and I, um, you know, I mean, nothing serious, but just getting, you know, getting used to the idea. Right. Um, And I feel better about it. Um, I don't um, I I don't feel like I'm in a hurry. You know, people always. feel like especially women i don't know how it is these days because i hear that you know half of the population now is now single right so it's not like this taboo topic like you know i'm the only remaining single woman alive literally half the population is uh, or close to it is single so i'm not in this this dating pool this single pool alone uh but people often um you know make women feel like starting when we're in our late 20s and 30s that we we should be desperate oh my god time is running out find a man you know like like there's <laughs> like like we're gonna like fall off a cliff if we don't find a man by a certain age i don't really feel pressure i never felt that pressure you know um I did always think I would get married because um, starting in college, guys would always say, you're the type of girl that a guy marries, you know? So I just assumed Mm -hmm. I would get married. It was just always something I assumed. I always assumed I'd get married, I'd have kids. But what I'm finding, though, is all of my friends who who are married, they actually worked on that ish. It was like a second career for them. And I didn't ever put that effort into it. Maybe that's why I never got married. But I'm not against the idea of it. It just was never like this planned thing for me. I feel like I want something like that to happen organically. And then also, you know, there's that, you know, I hold, I place a high value on feeling free. So um, I think that's why I never really like work really hard to be tied down. (laughs) But at the same time, I do see the benefits of being in a relationship and being involved. And so I'm not in a hurry. I want to meet someone who's right for me. Right. So I don't mind right. the dating process. I'm not like every guy I meet. I'm not thinking, is this my husband? I'm not thinking that at all. I'm thinking like, uh, do we even, you know, fit? You know, th- those are the things I'm thinking. Do we have good conversation? Do we have anything in common or even the yin yang thing where your strengths can, can help with my weaknesses and, you know, vice versa? Um, I'm thinking more, uh, you know, on those terms than I am. Is this the one? I want to make sure that we are right for each other. We fit properly, you know, first before I start thinking about serious stuff, you know? I actually, so it's funny that you mentioned the whole, you know, oh, you're going to be alone or the desperation thing. Mm-hmm. And, and I can understand where that comes from because there's a, a, there's a certain amount of pressure to, you know, create a, have a family, mm-hmm. have children. Mm-hmm. 
Now, what people don't talk about is the was-been scenario. And what do you mean by was-been scenario, Kwame? Well, I'm glad I'm going to tell you, right? <laughs> it's, the, it's the fact that, like, in where I'm at now, I'm in my 30s, mm-hmm. and I know that a lot of my peers that got married in their 20s, there's a possibility that those people are going to come out of those first marriages in their 40s. Mm-hmm. When you get married or when you partner up with somebody later in life, you are looking for something completely different than you did when you were earlier. Later in life, you already have your kids, you have your hangups, and you just want companionship with somebody that understands you. You don't need a whole lot. You're already – so when they say, oh, you're going to end up alone, yeah, you may – if you don't have kids or maybe you have kids and maybe you have a tumultuous relationship earlier parts of your life, there is still chance for you later on Mm -hmm. to meeting a perfect person that was just married to the wrong person earlier, or maybe their spouse passed away, or maybe they just grew apart. Mm -hmm. Those people will be back Mm -hmm. and maybe they'll have learned something about themselves. So I think people overlook that other part of your life that when, yeah, you know what I mean? I do. I, I, I do know what you mean. Um, but yeah, I mean, I do. To your point, when you first started that um, that uh, train of thought, um, I do understand, you know, that, yes, there is um, a biological clock. I get that. But I'm not referring to the kids scenario. I'm referring to the, you know, find someone, you know, or, you know, but, you know, like, listen, I am, you know, past the, you know, kid scenario, um, you know, and I'm not, I love children, you know, um, mm-hmm. but um, I'm just, I'm just not at a, a point where I don't really feel like uh, women have expir- expiration dates. And, and if I meet a guy who feels like women have expiration dates, he's clearly not for me because that's not something that I, um, you know, believe in. If you no. believe that, then we're not for each other. And I don't stress over anything like that. Um, you know, I remember when I was like a, a teenager, I would see women on TV and in the movies and they'd be like in their 30s and 40s and 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 they would be really upset because all the men were were dating younger women you know and that kind of thing and so when I was younger that was the the picture I had of how it was going to be as you got older because that's all I would see on TV because they make you feel like getting older is such a horrifying nightmare right. and then now that you know I'm, I'm now I'm it I'm that age range I'm like, no, guys talk to me all the time. I don't feel like there there's like an expiration date that I've passed. And I feel I feel that guys are attracted to me. Not every guy, but the guys who are attracted to me and they let it be known. Um, I, I don't feel like, you know, oh, my God, I waited and now no one wants me. I don't feel like that at all. You know, and um, <laughs> and so I'm like, what was the deal with those? Yes, there are men who date nothing but younger women. So that means that those men are not for me. You know, <laughs> that's that's all that and, means. And I agree with you totally. And mm-hmm. the guys that that date younger women, a lot of those guys, what it boils down to, that's a certain type of guy. Mm-hmm. And those guys typically have. X amount of dollars and they're looking to legacy and lineage and all that. Like, because younger women are only going to go for, for older guys that have something established, Mm -hmm. right? Like Mm -hmm. have something established. Otherwise don't nobody want no, don't nobody want no, no daddy. If he ain't got daddy money. 
<laughs> so. <laughs> well, some women, some women have daddy issues, and that's why they want a daddy, whether he has money or not. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but for the most part, for the most part, there is nothing wrong with a woman with a little bit of seasoning. You know, <laughs> I <And> concur. <laughs> yeah, there's, you know, those, yeah, those are only a certain type of guy, and there's a small percentage of those guys. The rest of us are out here looking for decent women to to love us and want to love them yeah i mean and again i mean yay for those guys if that's what they want to it it just means they're not for me you know Mm -hmm. i mean because i know there are a lot of women who date just young men as well you know i mean you just have to know who is for you and who isn't for you i don't have any hang-ups about someone not wanting to be with me because of this or that you know um so i mean if someone doesn't want to be with me then they're not for me why would right. I be? Why would I be like fretting over it? I want mm-hmm. someone, as you said, someone who wants to love me. I'm not going to run after you to convince you that I'm amazing because you should already know that. If you don't think I'm amazing, you are not for me. Next, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't really have any. You know, I mean, I I am so happy that I'm not up in arms about the dating thing because it took me a while to get here. I was really freaked out about the possibility of it. Now. I see it's not so bad, you know, um, but I, 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 you know, I want to meet someone who really fits with me, which is not always easy to find, right? You can find people who, like you said, you get along with really well, you have great conversations with, but maybe you don't fit in the, in the area that's most important to you, right? So I want to, I want to fit with someone where it's Oh, it's almost like a, but I, I think you have to work towards that. It's like a well-oiled machine kind of thing. But um, I want to have that familiarity feeling with someone, right? It, that that feeling that you just know you click when you're with that person. It's not hard to find things to talk about, or it's not hard for you to want to like, you know, touch them or them to want to touch you. And, you know, it's, it's like you don't have to find excuses or, or, or rack your brain about being with that person. I want to find that person that I fit with, you know. Um, I want someone who is a friend as well as a lover, you know, someone I can have a great conversation with, but really still have great, you know, chemistry with physically. Um, someone who, you know, has their own thing going on and who is compassionate, you know, towards not only me, but themselves and other humans, right. you know, um, you know, like those kinds of qualities, um, that I'm looking for. And it's not always easy to find that. It's easy to say, but not always easy to find. And I am willing to, um, you know, to stick with the process of it. You know, I, I don't feel desperate. I don't feel like there's a time limit or anything. Um, but, you know, that's what I want. That's what I want. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, that doesn't sound like a tall order. That sounds very reasonable. Yeah, I thought so too, Qualms. Hey, can I ask you some questions before we get off, before we finish the conversation? Because I um, read this um, 
this uh, show prep thing. And um, they were uh, saying that <laughs> I'm going to read it to you. It says two. You may have already read it before it, before your show it says two thirds of single people say they've dumped someone over a highly specific turnoff. So I want to ask you <laughs> if you would dump someone over these turnoffs. OK, OK, you're like about 14 of them. Would you dump someone because of body odor? <laughs> yes. What's your, what? I mean, really, what's the absolute limit? I mean, can, can they be musty from you guys working out? That's okay, right? It would have to be like a constant, like, you know, a constantly lingering funk. <laughs> and what would be worse if, if I see this person shower and I know that they are showering, you, you know what I mean? And I'm like, okay, well, this is this is a thing. Like, you need to address this with the doctor. Yeah. You know, like, this is... <laughs> okay. I, I may have put it on pause. Would you dump someone over pretending to be more knowledgeable about something than they really are? Ooh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Would you dump someone who was rude to waiters? Absolutely. Okay. Um... Oh, I know you. This this kind of goes along with number one. Would you dump someone for living in filth? Yes. Okay. Would you dump someone over being overbearing and rude in general? Yeah. <laughs> Was that a yes? Yep. Would you dump someone over dirty fingernails? Uh, wow. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, you you be dumping people, Quams. <laughs> no, well, I mean, I wouldn't. I would just notice that. I look at that on the first date. Yeah, right? yeah, me too. I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, would you dump someone for being too clingy? Uh, wow. Now I I I think I say yes, and I know how this makes me sound because I'm like. I'm saying yes to all. You dumping people no. left and right. You ain't giving nobody a chance, Qualms. <laughs> okay, what about? Uh, oh, this is a, this is one for me because I am a, I I teeth are important to me. Would you would you dump someone for bad teeth? Uh, they wouldn't make it past the date, so yeah, I, I don't think they would be dumping. Teeth, teeth are important to me. That's like one of those big things for me. Teeth are important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not you know I don't I don't want to be like snobby or anything because I know you know like what if someone you know doesn't have you know insurance or whatever but like literally typically if you get to be around my age hopefully you do have insurance and hopefully you will have addressed this tooth issue you know so that's mm-hmm. a like because if I'm looking at a t- tooth and there used to be this cartoon when I was growing up. No, not a cartoon. It was a commercial about a yuck mouth. Yeah. If you got a yuck mouth, you know, like, come on now. Come on. You haven't addressed this. Like, why do I want to kiss you when you have a yuck mouth? This is what I'm thinking. But I digress. Would you dump someone over double texting where they send a second text because you haven't replied? <laughs> I wouldn't dump them, but I would address it. Okay. Would you dump someone for being a loud talker? No. Okay. Would it bother you that they talk loud? I would address it. Okay. Yeah, because I notice, I mean, sometimes I get loud, but not very often. 
you know, you and I, with what we do for a living, a lot of times we have to project our voices so people can hear us. And so sometimes you don't realize you're talking as loud as you are. Um, but like for me, if I'm like, say, if I'm on the train and I'm riding somewhere and someone, if I can hear your whole entire conversation, the entire train, it's way too loud. If I'm talking to someone, I would like for that person to hear my conversation. Somebody <laughs> talking. I realize the train is loud. But for you, like your whole conversation to be really loud, it's really bothersome for me. I feel like in a situation like that, even if the person's right next to me and we're on the train, I would just text them. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, I I guess you could. But but, no, you can't always text on the train. You don't always have service. I mean, they're trying to they're trying they're trying to make it so we have full service underground. But it's it's not depends on which train you're on, which line, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. What about, I'm almost done. We're at 11. We only have 14. Would okay. would you dump someone for chewing with their mouth open? <laughs> uh. <laughs> You're going to say yes? <laughs> yeah, there wouldn't be a second date. Okay. Um, oh, my God, this one. Would you dump someone for talking about their, themselves in the third person? Like if I said, well, Shelly would not want that. <laughs> this is uh, this has happened before. I have I have dealt with that before, and it wasn't the main reason they were let go. Okay, so so, so you put I up. I would address it. You put up with the third person thing for a while, and then <laughs> yeah, maybe it contributed to. <laughs> It's like when you filed it away. (laughs) It's like, there's that. Let's see Mm -hmm. what else happens. Yes. Okay. Um, Would you dump someone for a bad tattoo? Like if someone had a tramp stamp or if someone like Ben Affleck with the big crazy tattoo on his back or... <laughs> so, looking back, I probably should have done, but I actually dated a girl once who had her son's name tattooed on her lower back as like a tramp stamp. She had her son's name on her tramp stamp? Yes. Yes. No. I did this, and I, I, I don't know why. I, I, you know, but I was young. I was young, and I was inexperienced. Oh my God! What that is? Ooh, there's so many layers to that one. I don't even want to. Ooh, like what? (laughs) I want to ask you, Quams. I want to ask you. Oh my God! I feel bad for asking you this. So say if you guys, how can I say this and be classy about it? I know what you mean. I know. What do you think I'm thinking? No, because I am not going to ruin your podcast by saying what you don't want to say. Well, I'm going to ask you because I just have to know the answer. So if you were like being intimate, if you guys were having sex uh-huh. and, you know, from behind and you're looking at her son's name. I, I just refrained from looking. Or I, I would put my hand over it. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious! Oh 
Oh my god. Okay. Fourteenth and final question. <laughs> Would you dump someone for being an overly heavy breather? Uh, no, I would just drive them to the doctor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that was very compassionate of you after saying yes to all of the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say yes to all of them. I said I would address them. Okay. All right. Hey, listen, um, I really appreciate you taking the time to be on the podcast and speak so honestly about your experiences dating and, and, and how you're feeling about it. Um, Cause it's something I'm constantly, you know, talking about and it's just refreshing to hear a guy's, um, you know, point of view, another single person um, who's a guy <laughs> and your point of view. Um, well, let me ask you when you finally find um, Mrs. Wright, um, Mr. Mrs. Kwame, Mm-hmm. Will I be invited to the wedding and will I be in the wedding party? Do tell. Oh, it all depends on, as far as the wedding party, it all depends if we want to have a small, intimate ceremony or a big bash. Mm-hmm. And would you be invited? Heck yeah! Because, <laughs> I mean, shoot, you, you're making that New York City money. Your presence is going to be off point. <laughs> and, and you just want to invite me for the wedding gift? Of course not. I love you, Shelby. <laughs> love you, Quams. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Uh, no problem. Also, make sure uh, follow me at the Kwame Show on Instagram. K W A M E. The Kwame Show. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. 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 All Bye. right. Talk to you later. Bye. 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 <laughs> what a, what a fun and informative conversation. Thank you, Quams. Really appreciate you taking the time to uh, bless me with your presence on the podcast. There you have it. Kwame's unique male perspective on um, the dating scene as a single man. Um, We will continue to explore this topic. And as I said, I will keep you posted with my progress and um, my re-entrance into the dating scene. If I find... um, someone I think is a really, really great fit for me and all of that good stuff. Um, And I'll continue to explore all of the rest of my goals on the podcast as well. So catch up on all the episodes if you haven't already. And please do subscribe if you haven't already. Spread the word, um, like the podcast, leave a review. All of, um, you know, all of the interactions, all of those things, all of those interactions with the podcast will help other podcast listeners discover the all the way with Shelly Wade podcast. So once again, thanks to T-Storm, my podcast announcer, and to DJ Happy for creating my podcast theme song. Be sure you're listening next week as I debut episode number 22. New episodes every Wednesday. I'll talk to you next time. Mwah. This is the All the Way with Shelly Wade podcast.